Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, James Harden, he has spoken. And if you thought there was any hope the former MVP and the Sixers would be repairing their relationship, well... Think again. His comments are moments away. Plus, with the NBA regular season right around the corner, the Suns, oh, they look in mid-season form. Should we expect an all-time great offense in the desert? And the Lakers, the Warriors, they score off across the street tonight. We're going to tell you why having Chris Paul on this new-look team could propel them back to championship contention. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today on this feel-good Friday. It is the peerless Adrian Wojnarowski. He is Richard Jefferson. He is my many peers. And the one and only Chanae Agumake. I'm Malika Andrews. So, guys, we're going to start today in the city of brotherly love where the Phillies, they are headed to the National League Championships and... James Harden. <laughs> he spoke to reporters for the first time since Here calling Daryl Morey a liar. Seatbelt on. Ago. And away we Buckle go. up and take a listen. <laughs> for me, it's just trusting, you know, uh, you know, people that you've known over a decade. Um, and, you know, when I got traded here, my, my whole thing was I wanted to retire a sixer. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be here and retire a sixer. And the front office didn't have that in their, in their future plans. Man, front office had, has had a very, very good relationship, you know, like I said, for a decade. So there was constant communication, you know what I mean? And there was no communication, you know what I mean, once we lost. So... Something that could be prepared to leave it. No. It can't. When you, when you, and it's not even, this is not even about this situation, this isn't life. Like when you lose trust in someone, you know what I mean? It's like a marriage. Like you lose trust in someone, it's like hot, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's pretty simple. Okay, so there is a whole lot there. Yeah. Richard, I want to start with you. Your reaction to these comments from James Harden, the first one that we've heard in, in two months. I understand everything he's saying. I, I think for me it is nearly impossible to win an ch NBA championship just in general. And it is actually impossible to win a championship unless every single person is pushing in the same direction at 100%. James Harden is telling you he will never push in that direction. Will he play basketball? He'll play basketball. Will he give his 110%? Because Philly, won our Philly wants to be a competitive team. They believe that they can have a chance to win a championship with Joel Embiid and their roster. But unless all of these guys are pushing, which he is telling you, hey, I'm here, but I'm not fully committed. And I'm telling you, I don't know how long this is going to take, but ultimately this is about Philly's pain tolerance. How long can they allow a player that most likely will just play average, just be out on the court? He'll still be James Harden to a certain degree because he doesn't want a trade value to drop, and all of a sudden it looks like he's not invested, but ultimately he is just not there, but he is going to be there. But he's been practicing. Yeah. Said he likes Nick Nurse's offense, gets along with his teammates. Uh, 
Obviously, there is no long-term future for James Harden and the Sixers. That's clear. But uh, the idea that they can't get through part of this season with him, um, you know, he has said, I'm going to be professional. I care about the game. I think you have to wait and see what he shows you once the season starts. And if James Harden shows them that he's not going to play hard, that he's not going to compete at the level that they need him to, I think they would just sideline James Harden. I don't think they would let it go on. But I'm not sure that that's going to happen. And I don't know that James Harden has said that's not going to happen. You know, listen, there is going to be real serious trade discussions at some time this season. It is just hard to do them in this league in the preseason. You're right, Woj. He hasn't said it, and he hasn't showed it yet, but we all are still holding our breaths. And, Richard, I know you talked about pain tolerance. That's what you heard. What I actually heard was a little bit of timeline. He tried to explain what his position was, especially after the loss. And I find it very interesting that after Philly losses, there are problems. And we do see those internal bubbles coming to fruition and then bursting, meaning a couple years ago we saw the loss. Ben Simmons was the problem, right? Once again, he just said, hey, I've had decades worth of communication with someone and then all of a sudden after a Darryl loss yeah like, we all know i mean right he didn't there. say the name but we can say it Darryl Sorry about Darryl um but then after the loss radio silence at least that's what it seemed like he intimated in in some degree and so that timeline i think he was trying to share that there was a switch up here that affected me and this is a you know i guess there was distrust built from that and this is where we are today well speaking of timeline right we we've talked about what are the deadlines that we are hitting in terms of seeing if we get to this critical point the next Deadline, where we're at now is when are we going to see James Harden play in a preseason game or in a game at all because we have not seen that yet he addressed when he expects to suit up today I'm still ramping up you know what I mean like I, I'm still ramping up trying to get myself in the best shape I feel really really good you know what I mean but uh, there's another level I feel like I can get to and that I am going to get to uh, so um, I'm sure there's I think one more preseason game after that so I still no after yeah so I'll, I'll ramp it up and, 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 you know, try to play the last one just to get myself in game situations and be used to the physicality of, you know, defenders bumping you or whatnot, uh, the speed, the tempo, all that good stuff. So um, I think we got a good plan in place. Hey, listen, guys, there are a lot of players in the NBA who do not have good relationships with management. <laughs> There are players who are in the last year of their deal, like James Harden, and there's players with multiple years on this deal at the money they wanted. You don't have to have a great relationship with your president of your team or any relationship with him. You don't play with him. And so uh, while this is more high profile because of the history of James Harden and Del Morey, the fact that in a lot of ways these two really helped to make each other. Del Morey trades for him in Oklahoma City where he's a sixth man of the year in terms to a scoring champion into uh, 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 an MVP in Houston. And he didn't turn him into that. James Harden did that. But certainly uh, there was an environment there built around James Harden, uh, traded for him again from Philly to Brooklyn. Uh, but listen, uh, there again does not have to be any kind of a relationship for him to play, be professional, do his job, and wait to either be traded 
or to become a free agent and sign somewhere else next year. Sure, and we could see this continue to pop up in this new CBA with aging players not necessarily getting these same huge contracts that we have seen historically, but the relationship part, absolutely true. But you got to get on the floor, and that's what James Harden is saying. There was one point where we thought maybe it would be Monday against Brooklyn. It's sounding like that's not the case anymore. I do want to bring Zach Lowe, Kendrick Perkins, into this conversation because, uh. Zach, this was the thing that you have been watching. When is James Harden going to suit up? After what you heard today, do you feel better or worse about the situation in Philadelphia? About the same. And these are just words. And the words he said confirmed what we already knew. The relationship is broken. He's mad that there was no communication ahead of free agency and when free agency was beginning. That's what he's mad about. We know that. The words are words. I want to see it on the court. Woj just talked about how there have been other unhappy players before. Other guys in the last year of their contracts, they show up, they play. But this is James Harden. Go back and watch the Nets-Kings game in Sacramento, the time when James Harden last season wanted to be traded, two seasons ago rather, wanted to be traded. Go watch his last few games in Houston. That is not a player that you can have on the court. It's, it's half effort at best. And if that player appears, it's a totally different story. And I do agree that one solution and maybe the one they'll pick is just to say, okay, go to the bench or go home until we can trade you and cross our fingers at the Clippers and two or three other teams start badly and really start to get desperate and give us the offers that we want. Because that's a guy that's detrimental to your team. And by the way, here's a number for you. Last season, with Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey on the floor and no Harden, Mm. the Sixers were over plus 10 per 100 possessions. That is an elite, elite number. I think they can tread water if James Harden is off the team because those two guys are that good and Maxey is poised to take that much of a leap. But if you're, say, 18 and 12 after 30 games, that's a good season. The Bucs might be 25 and 5. The Celtics might be 23 and 7, and you feel like you're just too far behind at that point. What are the vibes like then? What is Joel Embiid thinking then? When does this start to become an untenable situation? Well, well, to be honest with you, first of all, this is not the James Harden of old anyway, so he can't afford to come in and not perform at a high level because, one, he wants another contract. Two, his career is on the line. Now, getting to his comments, this is a business, right? No matter how much of a, how many friends or the brotherhood or whatever you may have when you working, this is a job. At the end of the day, James Harden got to show up and do that, right? And him and Daryl Moore don't have to talk. I didn't see plenty. I didn't been in locker rooms where franchise guys in the GM wasn't on speaking terms. Hell, I didn't been in the locker room when the owner and the face of the league wasn't seeing eye to eye and didn't speak to one another. They still showed up and did their job. And that matters. At the end of the day, James Harden knows what's on the line right now. He wants another huge deal. In order to do that, he got to go out there and somewhat trick the world and perform at a high level and show that he could still be a true professional. Again, him and Dale Moore don't have to be on speaking terms, but James Harden still got to do his part. No, I completely agree with both of you. You have to do your part. But I think ultimately, I'm going to go back to Joel Embiid. Could you imagine if James Harden shows up, is given like half effort, just like, hey, I'm here, I'm doing my job. And they're like, okay, go home. Joel Embiid is like, I'm in my prime of my career. What are we doing here? And to say we want another trade pick in 2028, 
You know how old Joel Embiid's going to be with his banged-up body? He's not worried about that. He wants to win now. So everything that gets prolonged, and this is why I've said it, if this continues and this gets ugly, to me, Joel Embiid needs to leave. Joel Embiid needs to leave as soon as possible. And let me say this, this is the reason why. You look at the Ben Simmons. You look at picking, you know, uh, Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. You look, and it was, all of these things were not Daryl Moore, but if you look at all of the things that the 76ers organization has done over the tenure of Joel Embiid, and if this doesn't get handled quickly and in the best way possible, I'm sorry. They have not taken care of, of Joel Embiid the same way that the Milwaukee Bucks have taken care uh, of Giannis. And I'm looking around like there's got to be more stable franchises here than what's going on in Philly the last five or six years. Well, we have more from James Harden coming up in a little bit in our show. He talked to reporters for seven minutes. We will play more of that sound for you. Also, should the Pelicans be concerned about Zion Williamson's struggles? We're taking you coast to coast from yes. last night's preseason yes, games. He was a little bit not what we've come accustomed to, let's say. Unguardable. Harden spoke to reporters for the first time. That's coming up as well. Also, the expectations for Victor Wembanyama, all that and so much more. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started here on it. I'm not going anywhere. Please do. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. Kevin Durant was in action last night with Devin Booker and company, so let's hit the highlight. Director Jill, KD, as promised, Bradley Beal, he sat this one out. But that did not stop the Suns' offense that we have come to know as so lethal. Devin Booker gets it started with a pull-up three there, and then Booker, one minute later, drains another one. Uh, you're getting a little bit of a... A theme here. Booker, as Shanae Gumake would say, the mini. 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 It's the mini there. <laughs> and then in the second quarter, Nurkic hands it off to Kevin Durant, who hits a little fadeaway. And then the next possession, Nurkic once again finds Durant. A little baseline J gets it to go. And then a minute left in the half here, rather five minutes left in the half, sprays it out to Kevin Durant. 4-3. Durant had 16 points in this one. 
Nurkic added 17. Bradley Beal from the bench loves it. Nurkic slams it down with authority. One more time here, Devin Booker going to work, finds Gordon in the corner. He had 20 points on the night. Booker had 18. The Suns, 76 points in the first half. It feels like this is what we should become accustomed to. Just offensively potent. They win 122 to 111. Richard Jefferson, Shanae Gumake, what stood out in this one? Now look, the Suns are going to be just fine, Shanae. This oh, is really? one of the things. Yesterday I talked about that they needed a point guard. And when I say a point guard, it doesn't mean like they need John Stockton. They just <laughs> need great ball distribution. And when you have three elite scorers, a lot of times their impact is mentally score first, score first, score first. And that's why yesterday I said I'm going to be watching the center position of Van and Vanna Black right uh -oh. here. Center position. Nurkic. Minutes 21, points 17. This right here is the most important factor, five assists, and I'll show you exactly how he was facilitating where, whether he was assisting or he was setting screens. So run me my tape producer, Jill, baby. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Nurk, what I really love is that he has a wide base on his screens. He's this huge. is super drop that's, coverage. That's, that's an illegal screen, but we'll address that Count later. it, though, but look how, <laughs> look how much space is created for not only KD, but also Nurk. These are going to be easy buckets for anyone coming off of a screen like this. Now we also talk about him being a facilitator right on the elbow. We love that action. Quick little dribble. Knew someone was in the corner. Look at the options. Two go with KD. He's going to be wide open for cleanup duty, for easy finishes. And this is over DA. Seven feet. That's KD. Even better look if KD passed it there. And then last but not least, another good early screen. What do you like about this, Richard? Well, what I like about it is that when it's this high up, you know you have to bring the defense up, mainly because Devin Booker can shoot from anywhere oh, yeah. in here. Oh, yeah, but he can cross you up, too, because, look, Beal loves this. Hat on the ground. That cross was dirty. Oh, yeah, it's dirty. Like, and we're we going to see a lot of it. And one thing that you got to understand when you're talking about this Phoenix Suns team, how are they going to do it? We have not seen a big three like this. And we talk about their offensive production, the offensive production over the last 10 years in the NBA. Last year, the Kings had the greatest offense of all time. You go back to the Brooklyn Nets a couple years ago when they had KD, yep. when they had Kyrie, when they had James Harden. That was the second greatest offense of all time. But the offenses continue to grow up. So obviously the Phoenix Suns have to figure it out. And just to give you guys a little perspective, that seven seconds or less Phoenix Suns that had Steve Nash, a two-time MVP, had Amari, who is a monster, Sean Marion, they had Joe Johnson, they had so much talent. That team that was blowing everybody out the water, they would be 27 Ooh. today Whoa. in NBA offense. That's how much the offenses have the adjusted the game has and changed. gone up. The greatest offense we had seen at that time and was running and getting hey. MVPs, it was cooking. I like it when you join me on my breakdown. I love that. You actually did some numbers here. Did you realize, Mr. I don't like numbers. I don't like analytics. There's a difference between numbers and analytics. I like numbers. Okay. I don't like analytics okay. to tell people Before not to shoot a pull-up jumper. This gets out of hand. Let's go coast to coast. I was giving you a compliment. I don't want a compliment. Preseason action last night. Play nice, Rich. The reigning finals MVP, Nikola Jokic, posted 17-6-4 in just 18 minutes. This is against the Bulls. Richard, now get to the field in the West. Oh, you obviously got to take the field, but I think the Nuggets are the best team, and I think they're going to come out. I'm just—I wouldn't bet one. That's team two answers. Versus, no, it's not. I'm not going to bet one team versus That's an what entire the field. Would say. Yeah, I'm not going to bet. Yeah. Uh, you take the field. <laughs> so you always the take field. the field. Okay, the field. there we go. All right. Well, it was a little bit of a struggle for Zion Williamson against the Rockets. He was held to four points that's despite playing deep into the third quarter. Kendrick Perkins, New Orleans, has lost by a combined 15 total points through two preseason games. I know it's just the preseason. Are you concerned? 
I'm not concerned because I didn't have expectations for the Pelicans. <laughs> I'm not high on the Pelicans. I don't trust Zion. I mean, look, they have a pretty decent squad, but the West is so stacked, and I'm still not a believer in Zion Williams. Well, how about Chet Holmgren and SGA? They took the floor for the first time together. Add in Lou Dort and the three combined for 57. Chenea Gumke, where do you see the Thunder finishing this year? In the playoffs. I'm not even saying not the play-in. Play this might be the year they make the playoffs. They have motivation. They have talent. They've been developing SGA and all-NBA guy. Chet being back, plus the beef. It's time for the Thunder to make some noise. SGA is going to win an MVP before it's all said and done. And finally, Ben Simmons. He continued his strong play for the Brooklyn Nets, dishing out just nine dimes in 22 minutes. Four of those assists were on Mikael Bridges' threes, who finished the game with a game-high 23 points. The story of last night at Barclays, though, it wasn't about the Nets, but their opponent, the Israeli basketball team Ma'akabi Ra'anana. They took the court in Brooklyn, beginning a three-game tour in the United States. Four days after the team arrived in the U.S., Hamas launched its terror attack on Israel. And in the days since, over 1,500 Palestinians and 1,800 Israelis have been killed. Here is their head coach, Yehu Orlin, before the game. I lost uh, one of my best friends uh, two days ago at the wall. Uh, for me, it's best per personal tragedy, uh, but for our country, it's everybody's tragedy. I'm here, sitting here, trying not to cry uh, because my heart is broken, but we have to create for those young people, children, hope uh, that Israel is strong, and that 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 is the reason I think everybody is here. Each night, man, I go to bed and and, and pray for peace. And uh, um, this game, you read some of the stories, um, you hear some of the things. This game pro provides hope that there are better days ahead. Maccabi Ranana has two more games in the United States: Monday in Cleveland against the Cavaliers, and then Tuesday in Minnesota. Coming up on NBA Today, James Harden, he breaks his silence, and you're going to want to hear what he had to say to reporters today. It's the first time he has spoken in two months. And we're bringing back a new game. It's called Who Said That? The sound bites that got our attention this week around the league, you're going to want to stick around. Plus, it is Feel Good Friday, so we're going to continue a little top of the top plays of the week, see who made our list, who didn't quite make the cut. Oh, we'll be body. right back. Whose baby is that? Oh, no, no, not mine. We don't, we don't get babies in the preseason. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're watching NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. So we're going to revisit our top story of the day. James Harden, he spoke for the first time since he called Daryl Morey a liar two months ago. Take a listen. <laughs> for me, it's just trusting, you know, uh, you know, people that you've known over a decade. Um, and, you know, when I got traded here, my, my whole thing was I wanted to retire a sixer. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be here and retire a sixer. And front office didn't have that in their in their future plans. Man, front office had, and has had a very, very good relationship, you know, like I said, for a decade. So there was constant communication, you know what I mean? And there was no communication, you know what I mean, once we lost, so. Do you think this is something that can be prepared? I mean, it's, no. It can? When you, when you, and it's not even, this is not even, about this situation, this is in life. Like when you lose trust in someone, you know what I mean? It's like a marriage. Like you lose trust in someone, it's like hot, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's pretty simple. So James Harden says no. This relationship cannot be repaired. And the thing is, with the new player participation policy, Philadelphia can't send James Harden home either. So, Zach, where do Philadelphia and James Harden go from here? I want to see if and when he plays. That will tell us where they go from here. He said he hopes to play in the preseason finale. We'll see. Is he going to play hard? Is he going to play fully engaged? If not, and we all saw how he played the last two times he's wanted to be traded, and it seems like he wants to be traded every season at this point, that player giving half effort, loafing around the court, throwing behind the back passes across the entire court without worrying where the heck the ball goes, that guy just can't be on the court. And I think the Sixers are prepared to send him away or bench him if that's indeed how James Harden plays. And where do they go from here? Look, this is the last year of his contract. This is a team that if they actually had it together could contend for a title. That's what's at stake here. That's what they appear to have lost in this situation going haywire as everything has seemed to go haywire in Philadelphia for literally the last 10 years of chaos. That's what's at stake with Joel Embiid in his prime. And look, if they have Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid healthy, their supporting cast is pretty good, they're still going to be a good team. How does it feel to Joel Embiid, and I don't know the answer to this, to be a pretty good team mm. when you know the second best player on your team is gone and the teams above you in the standings aren't pretty good? They're great. Is that good enough? They have to find some resolution to this somehow, and I still struggle to see an off-ramp. The Clippers aren't offering what the Sixers think they can turn into a quality player. No one else is really offering anything, and the only option they have is to wait and hope that teams get desperate and more players become trade-eligible in December and January, 
and something pops. Mm. You asked the question, Zach, how does it feel to be Joel Embiid? I think internally, this is absolutely unacceptable. For someone coming off of an M MVP season, mm -hmm. you want to be at the point of contention. Mm -hmm. You've had heartbreak getting to the Eastern playoffs and advancing. And so this is absolutely unacceptable. But he is the leader of his team. He is the face of the franchise. And he's going to do exactly what he needs to do and tell his guys, we still have to work because he knows he can't waste any time. Joel Embiid, what is he, 29 years old? Mm -hmm. James Harden, 34. These guys are on two different timelines and I was trying to rationalize for a long time could this be a different um, James Harden we see at this certain point meaning he's not going to cause a problem and I'm like maybe he has realized he has to keep his market value up this is not the same James Harden four years ago three years ago when he wanted to force a trade and look different he's looks like he's capable of playing um, this is not the same James Harden that's coming off of a scoring title this is not the same James Harden that had to you know modify his game with assists right. he's 34 years old right now and I feel like the best case scenario given the limited market value is for James to show up as he has done and hopefully we'll get a different outcome where they can keep things professional as long as possible to make this unacceptable situation something tenable at least for your MVP Joel Embiid. But that face tells me Richard that you, you don't believe that that can happen. No I, I, I stand by the fact that I think James Harden's going to show up and like we said he's not the scoring champion but he is the assist champion. This man has so many things to his game but at the end of the day this is about Joel Embiid in my opinion. They have to they they want to keep themselves a contender there's no offer out there that makes them a contender the best offer apparently that's on the table is the clipper offer they don't like it they want more james harden can do a little bit he can go out there and play if they send him home well how is that going to react with james or with, with joel and b right what, what, what does he do in that situation so i stand by this how management handles this joel and b should be looking at this very clearly and saying is this what i want to stay in Perk, where do you fall on this? You know what? Darren Moore actually did a pretty good job this offseason, right? Because we keep talking about, you know, the frustration of Joel and B or, you know, would he get so frustrated that he may ask for a trade? We don't know, right? But we do know this. Darren Moore did go and sign Patrick Beverly this offseason, and he also signed Danny Green, right? Two great vets to have in the locker room to stay in Joel Embiid ear, to keep a positive vibe going through that locker room. Right. When I watch the Philadelphia 76, when I watch the Philadelphia 76ers play, I'm looking at their body language and I'm saying to myself, this team playing with good spirits. Sure, like they is have good spirits enough? Is good spirits Versus enough when you're talking about David They're not a championship contender. But, but, but but I wasn't talking about championships. We talking about I was alluding to the point of what we was talking about of Joel and B being frustrated. Sure. And what I was saying was Daryl Moore did an excellent job of bringing in bets because you know Patrick Beverly is in Joel and B ear every day. You know that a vet like Danny Green is in Joel and B every year. I mean every day uh, in that locker room. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship with this team, but what I'm saying is to keep the peace. Right now, while they figure things out, that was a smart move by him to put to Agreed. bring these guys Agreed. in. And Agreed. Minimum Agreed. But I do think not saying that we're going to win a championship is the entirety of the problem. Because when you have someone like Joel Embiid, your goal should be to win a championship. And so the circumstances are hindering that. It's out of his control. And but who right said they wasn't? Well, I, I huh? will, I'll be the first one to say, given given the, the lack of success that the 76ers have had, given the last lack of success that James Harden has no, had, given the lack of we, success, given, hold on a second, given the lack of success that
that James Harden, Joel Embiid, and the 76ers have had, and I'll include Daryl Morey in this, right? I look at all of them, and there is there is no way that I have them in the top six of actually I, winning a I championship. I don't either, but but yeah. we haven't heard, but we haven't heard nobody out there locker room say that their goal is not to win the championship. Right. Well, I would think that that would be implied. <laughs> like, uh, you have the MVP. This, that better be for the goal. For the 76ers team, still to come on okay. NBA today. We got a little game to play, Kendrick Perkins. Who said this quote? I'm gonna whoop y'all. Something I can't say on TV. Yeah, you can. Have you not seen the Pat McAfee show? I'm going to whoop that ass. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to NBA Today. It is Friday. So let's have a little fun. We have a new game. It's called <laughs> Who Said That? We played it once before. Who let's said that? get the lights, the music, and do Ooh. it again. This is how it's going to work. We're going to take a look at some quotes that caught our attention. Asked our esteemed contestants. And Richard, who ah. made this statement sound good? Yes. Good. Let's get it. Our first quote is this. To be honest, guys, I might be like dreaming or something. To me, I can help the teen. I'm a good player. I can mm, play. Richard, who said that? Was it Kevin uh, Fournier? Mm. Bones Highland or Cam Thomas? Bones Highland. Bones Highland, is it Bones Highland? No, no, wait, 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 wait. Oh! I'm going to go with Cam. To be honest, guys, I might be Damn. like oh. To me, I can have <laughs> Damn, I was all wrong on I'm all of them. Good player. I can, I can, I can <laughs> play. Sure. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I bring stuff that this team doesn't have, too. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe Tibbs made, his, made up his mind and stuff, but my role is to put him in a position where he has to think about playing me. Maybe he's crazy. He doesn't know, he says. I like his game. I like his game. Yeah. I, I think uh, one thing, they could uh, use some too. shooting. They could use some shooting, and you got to find those guys on the court. Let's see what's next. Come on, Tibbs. Give him a shot. Who said this? All right. Quote, I've been here my whole career. I've seen a certain thing for years. To see that look different was a little jarring. Was it Draymond Green, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or Jason Tatum? I'm 
going oh, with easy. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Come on, Day Day. Come on, Day Day. I've seen a certain thing for 11 years. To see that look different. Thanks, Day Day. A little jarring. A little jarring. Shanae Gumake. Thank you. Let me fix my hair. After she got it wrong last week. <laughs> wow, are we are we holding tour. the seat? Draymond, I got you, bro. Tour. You owe me something. All like right. a meal, something. Kendrick Perkins, are you ready, sir? Next up, who said this? <laughs> Trying to be as dangerous on offense and not be a liability on <laughs> I know who defense. this is. All three of them could have said this. <laughs> all three. <laughs> see, all of the above. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Or oh, with this type of mindset and this type of team, I'm going with the guy in the middle, oh. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Everyone's taking right. trades here, though. All the, above. the producers I, are giving I, out I'm trades. I'm trying to be as dangerous as I can on offense and try not to be a liability on defense. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm working on. Um, I'm trying to do it now before the season. So. Because that's what got him in the, on the bench last postseason. Right. Well, see, Perk, Cheney going home with W's, Richard. Well, you don't worry. You got another round. I got round. the hardest one. A final round. A bonus one, oh, if you Give will. me the bonus round. Who said this quote? Moan a tennis. You got it? Dull, repetitious, a person <laughs> who is going to do the same thing all at the same time. Richard, who said moan a tennis? Uh, I, 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 oh! Is that, is it? I don't know who said that. I have no who idea. Is it said Perk? It? Is it Perk? Who said it? Perk. We need a word of the day on Dylan Brooks. What you got? Mom of tennis. Okay? That's the word of the day. You got it? Monotonous? Here you go right here. Oh, he was trying to say monotonous? Wait. repetitious. A person that's going to do the same thing all the time, Malika. Was that monotonous? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash no, University. Bro, what? That's not, hey, that's not your fault, bro. There's harder it words. Is? Come on, man. Ooh, we might move a good thing. Come I, on, I gotta man. grab my chair, bro. So per- can I explain? Can I explain? Please. Can I Please. explain? Please. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was trying to look at my phone and I had broke broke the word down already. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh darn. I actually forgot the word of the day, mm-hmm. which was my word of the day. I thought Malika was going to hold me down. You know what I'm saying? She left you out. Guard. You, you know really what I'm saying? Did you? If she saw a way get buckets, then I didn't need the dime. I actually needed her to go score one time. Uh, you know uh, tennis. Honestly, Monotonous. I've been teaching my kids how to read, so I see how you do it like phonetically and you sound it out. I get it. Mono. Yeah, but now from here on out, the word is not monotonous. It is now Mona, Mona tennis. tennis. Still to come on NBA Today. We need to we need to move on. NBA rank. Victor Wembanyama, the 47th spot in their player rankings this week. Are we getting ahead of ourselves with the Wemby talk? Andrew Lopez, he will tell us what he's seeing firsthand in San Antonio. Moan a tennis. We need a word of the day on Dylan Brooks. What you got? Moan a tennis. Okay, that's the word of the day. You got it. Monotonous. Here you go, right here. Pronunciation. Yeah, monotonous. Monotonous. Here you go. Hey, though repetitious, a person that's going to do the same thing all the time, Malika. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been playing this way for years. I've always been shooting threes, handling the ball. I didn't look up to players for me to do that. I inspired myself in doing whatever I wanted to do. Have you had a chance to watch Victor Wembanyama play yet? How can you miss him? Rattles in another three. Chico type vibe. This is the Chico. You gotta get ready for this kid. He has the chance to be one of the best to ever play this game. Lee's, Lee's really in trouble when he comes in. Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like, like an alien. He's for sure a generational talent. Welcome back to NBA Today. We are now joined by Andrew Lopez. He is covering all things San Antonio Spurs for us. So, Andrew, we saw Victor Wembanyama make quite the splash in his preseason debut. What are the plans tonight against the Heat? Well, uh, as the Heat are not going to be, they're going to be sitting a lot of their guys. We will see a lot of Victor Wembanyama, uh, as we did the other night. He'll probably play first six to seven minutes, same thing in the second quarter, finish the end of the second. We'll see what he gets there. It has been uh, rather monotonous uh, watching him in practice. We haven't seen him do too much other than shoot free throws and get some extra shots up. However, his teammates are definitely noticing what he's been doing so far. Doug McDermott, uh, as, a.k.a. Douglas McBuckets now, since he's the <laughs> oldest person on the team, talked this morning at shoot-around about how he has seen Victor grow. He said the potential is limitless with Victor. He works his tail off every time he's in the gym, and the offense has already made significant jumps. They had 43 points in the first quarter against Oklahoma City on Monday. Would have been a season high going back to last year. They had 81 points in the first half. Also would have been a season high going back to last year. So as they still try to work Victor in and get him a, uh, a taste of NBA life, we'll see what it is tonight. They had 13,000 in here for practice the other day. Wow. I think they'll have a little bit more tonight for his first preseason well, game. I'm sure all of San Antonio cannot wait to see Victor Wembanyama in a preseason game officially, although I'm not sure anything can be monotonous or monotonous about what he is able to do. Andrew Lopez, thank yes. you so very much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. All right, speaking of preseason, Richard Jefferson, Janae Gumake. It is time for a little top of the top. We're going to do the best plays from the first week of NBA action being back. We are going to start with top posters. And you know what that means. That means Paolo Bancaro, oh, Jonas Valanciunas. Okay. I, I look, for, for the body catchers, I give that a seven. That's average. And it was a simple crossover, man. Simple, yeah, simply a grown man. Ooh, take off. Now that, now that, now that, that one's good. I got some bow. 
Okay, I got something for that. that but in the preseason, we don't get excited. But that's how, that's a body yeah, catcher right personal. there. That that's gets personal. eight and a half. Quentin that gets okay. eight and a half. Eight and a half? That I like that. I like then that. we have Brandon Miller. Oh, oh, that's a nine, ladies and he, he gentlemen. He went straight through him. That's a, that is Look a at that. nine. Look at that. Straight through. That's a charge. I did that to Chris Bosh one time. My bad, CB4. Wow. Okay, that's like a seven, right? Oh, yeah, this is like a se seven. Oh, yeah. Seven. I, I don't know who he dunked on, but he seemed like that happens a lot to him. Okay. Well, and then oh. these are some top Clutch eyebrow City. razors. This is for you, Chief. Clutch City. Okay, oh, that was cute. That was cute. That's not no. Clutch City, though. No, if I can still do that dunk, we're not giving it a rating. Okay, well, that's fine. Oh, that's a lot. Look at that. Those that's are the ones you lose sleep over at yeah. night. Yeah. Those oh, plays? Nightmares. 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 Cool about out here with these. With Ooh. Oh. But, oh. Chase. Yeah. Jackson letting it fly. I want more body catchers. I mean, it's beyond half court. That was smooth, though. This is the same game, though. 0. 0.6 seconds. Oh, that's that impressive. was hard. That's impressive. That the was body hard. control. That's and like the Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that was hard. Do you know the worst thing in all the basketball world? You? Is overtime preseason games. <laughs> worst. <laughs> Players, coaches will go for wins. They're not, hey, we got this. No, go for a win and let's get the hell out of here because this is pointless. Because none of the stars were in that game. So why are you running extra time? It's pointless. That's been the week that worst. it was in preseason action. Here's the week that it has been on NBA Today. Amen. Spurs harass Wallace into a turnover Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. This is a new era for the NBA. Hold, hold up. Need a word of the day on Dylan Brooks. What you got? Monotonous. Okay. That's the word. Monotonous? <laughs> we have a damn packed show. I think the fans are going to appreciate that. One more. I'm trying to get it in there. Get it out! <laughs> he made a 50-whatever jump to this Optimus Prime. That was Lord of the Rings. Why? Was that a golem impression? My precious. I, no, no, no. This is the best. <laughs> it's the lick of the lips. It's the oh, lick no. of the lips. Don't if you sit there and somebody does that, go. Oh, no. That's not cute. Lincoln bio. <laughs> uh, so that's what I'm saying. You do something like that, man, I'm telling you. I don't know that that's where we needed to end. No. Nope. The <laughs> finals, they continue on Sunday afternoon. The Liberty facing a win or go home game three against the Aces, who are just one win away from becoming the first repeat champs in over 20 years. Janae Gumake and the WNBA Countdown crew tip off our coverage at 2.30 Eastern on ABC. Liberty fight. Coming up. Be better. Steph and Clay. they will be on the court tonight against the Lakers. Why the newest warrior, though, could be key to a Golden State title run, we will explain in 60 seconds. Could be. He is. NBA Today is brought to you by the new series Goosebumps, now streaming on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Our careers are connected because we played at the highest level. Oh, God, I have been in so many battles with over the years. Curry guarded by James. Oh, he knocks it down! He's in the way of me getting another trophy. How do you slow him down? Same way you slow me down. You can't. Puts up the three. Oh, it's gone. Let's go. The greatest shooter the game has ever seen. It brings out another level of intensity and excitement. Are we ready for it? 
Our next NBA preseason game, this one is on ESPN2 in the app. It's actually right across the street from us, the Lakers. They host the Warriors at Crypto.com Arena. Coverage begins tonight at 10 Eastern after high school football. So, <laughs> let's dive into this just a little bit more. Last postseason, right, the Warriors, they fell in six to the Lakers in the Western Conference semifinals tonight. We're not exactly sure who's going to be on the floor. It is preseason, but we can preview their best lineups, what they could look like. So, Janae, I think we need to fire up 3D lineups here. Let's go. Lakers hosting the Warriors. So, let's see what these matchups look like. All right, there are the fellas. Highly likely that Chris Paul jumps into the starting lineup yep. in place Draymond. of Draymond Green. But let's dive into the point guards because that means the Warriors have two point guards on the floor. And how has this impacted the guy right here? Bing, 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 bing. Mr. Steph Curry. Let's dive into the video. So as we watch this right here, if it loads up, okay. and it may not. We'll let it think. Yeah, we'll let it, give it a second so, to think. So when people Bingo. ask me, Richard, why don't you use the iPad? It's because... It fails on you sometimes. Every once in a while, but that's all right. And Jeanette, your see, stuff is elite. That's is. the thing that frustrates me. The only it's, thing that can stop me is technology. But And guess yeah. what? We got it back, though. We got it back, We got it back, though. We got it back, though. We got it back, though. Oh, oh here's the go. play. How has it impacted hey. Steph Curry? So there are two... Uh, first of all, I want you guys to see the shot clock right here. How quick okay. turns happen in transition? Where's Steph and where's CP3? One, two. As the transition play happens, one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's all it takes. Four seconds for Steph to find a shot, I even thanks to a la Chris Paul. Now, one thing I really love is no Draymond Green, but watch Steph right here. You love no Draymond Green? No, he's well, a good facilitator. You just, oh, you just said you love But the fact that, look at Steph's arm right here. He's like, hey, let's go to Chris here. I want to play this two-man action. Typically, it's with a post and a guard. This is guard to guard. Check it out here. Let's get it to Chris. Pause, two guys go with Chris because he's a premier scorer and Steph is able to get another three. So when the technology works for you, you get to see that this guy right here, Chris Paul, right. is able to create the same offensive looks for Draymond, but maybe even a little bit better just because he's a perimeter threat. Two guys will have to respect him on the three-point line, which means Steph can get even more open looks. Well, and again, I, I feel like people don't understand that this is what the Warriors have always done. Now they are smaller. They're not as athletic when they have with, with, with Clay being a little bit older, but they've always played with Steph and Clay off the ball, and now you have one of the greatest yep. distributors in the history of basketball out there navigating it. Plus, you're talking about his offensive ability. So, yes, I think that Steph and Clay are going to benefit from having Chris Paul yep. on that court and the movement offense. There's a mutual respect that they all have for each other. Well, before we bounce, we're almost at the weekend. We do have a very special shout-out to one of our producers who is moving on within the company, our producer, Ron Redden. Thank you for everything you've done for our show Ron. over the past year. Oh. We're going to be missed greatly. Thank you for all the work that you do on Janae's breakdown yes. on our highlights on every part of the show it is better because you have worked on Ron, it baby. Worked with us we're going to miss you we wish you the best of luck in your next chapter that is going to do it for us here on NBA today enjoy tonight's preseason action Richard today's gonna be upset because uh, Why? because he does all your homework hey that's not true <laughs> that's, that's fake news that's we not will true see you on Monday. Stanford girl always does her homework Stanford girl. Texted twice.